Have you ever wished that you could break up with stress or thought, I'm just so stressed out, I can't take it? Well, you're not alone. And that's what we're going to talk about today. How can we break up with stress? See, 70% of adults in the United States experience stress or anxiety daily. 70%. And 48% of people believe that their stress has increased over the past five years. 73% of people have stress that impacts their mental health and that for teens, stress is a top health concern along with depression. And parents with Children who have high needs, such as anxiety or special needs, experience higher levels of stress. Welcome to the Mental Notes Show, the show for ambitious moms ready to break the cycle of anxiety for themselves and their families. I've been in your shoes. I know the weight of holding it all together for a family when you're barely holding it together for yourself. And sometimes it can feel lonely and overwhelming. I'm your host, Deanna Pacina. I'm a certified parenting coach, behavioral consultant, counselor in training, and wife and mom. I know what it's like to feel alone in parenting an anxious child. I thought I could do it all on my own, but it was learning how to manage my anxiety and connect with a community that made all the difference in how I show up for myself and my family. This podcast is your sanctuary, a place where we get real about the struggles and triumphs of parenting anxious kids while managing our own personal growth. We'll dive deep into communication hacks, identifying those sneaky triggers, and creating a home that's more peace and less chaos. So grab your favorite cup of something warm and let's go. One of the most important things that we can do when we're trying to break up with stress is have a little bit of self-reflection around what stress means to us. There's two questions that I came across by Dr. Rachel Dew, and I thought they were so powerful that I wanted to share them here with you today. The first question is, where might you be adding or creating stress in your life? We're all guilty of this. We do things, we, you know, we don't plan ahead, we put ourselves in situations. So what is it that you're doing right now that's creating stress in your life? And question number two is really hard to answer because it requires some really deep self-reflection. And it is, what do I gain from doing this? Or what do I get out of it? That's a hard question to answer. But if we're really gonna break up with stress and reclaim our health, we have to take ownership and accountability for the part that we play in it. We're not victims and stress isn't something that just happens to us. We actually develop a relationship with stress and how we address that relationship can radically change the quality of our life. So today we're gonna look at some ways that you can identify those hidden stressors and talk about how those stressors impact your mind and your body. I want you to think of a glass of water and I want you to think of stress as we're putting a teaspoon of water into the cup over time and the cup keeps filling up and filling up and filling up and it gets to the top and then what happens? it starts to overflow. And that's when we start to have really, really negative effects. So we have to know how to empty the glass at some times or take some of the the stress out so that we don't have those situations where we're overflowing and the stress has become too much. The first thing that you can do is identify those hidden stressors, and this will help you answer those two questions that I posed at the beginning of the podcast. How stress affects you can be different based on your behavioral style. If you are someone who is more decisive in nature, you value that control and certainty, 
Hidden stressors can be situations where you feel like you're out of control or uncertain, such as unexpected changes in your routine or unforeseen challenges or feeling threatened by someone as if they were taking advantage of you. Our influential behavioral types, you are the ones who enjoy socializing and being in the spotlight. Your stressors could come from things like being misunderstood or instances where you feel like you're not heard or valued. Our steady behavioral types, you value peace and stability, so you're hidden stressors probably come from things like conflict in relationships, sudden changes, or situations that challenge your security. And our conscientious behavioral types, you value details and quality. So your stressors could be situations where you feel like your work is being criticized, or if you're rushed in a situation and you're not able to pay attention to details. So our behavioral style affects how stress shows up in our lives. If you're not certain which behavioral style you are, you can head over to deannapasina.com forward slash quiz. I've created a short quiz that will help you identify what's your primary behavioral type, and it'll take you to a webpage that gives you a whole lot of information about your type and your blind spots and ways that you can start leaning into that to help increase your communication and your relationships. Other triggers are things like physical stressors, your diet, your environment, your schedule, are you overworking? All of those things can lead to situations that cause you stress. And a lot of those are things that you have control over. One of the biggest things that can be a trigger and people don't think about is your sleep. Because when you're sleeping, your body has a natural rhythm and it's resting and it's releasing hormones, it's repairing yourself, it's when your body is able to restore itself. And when you have poor sleep patterns, your body can't release that stress and it starts to break down the different systems that are creating those hormones and reducing your stress when you sleep. Going to sleep and waking up at the same time every day helps with this. Sleeping in darkness so that there's no light present making sure that the room is cool, avoid eating late at night, electronics and watching TV, avoid watching stressful things like the news or you know any kind of stressful TV show before you go to bed is something that will help as well. Another thing that actually helps with sleep is getting natural light in the morning because it helps regulate your circadian rhythm. I have an aura ring that I wear and it tells me what my sleep score is every night. And on those nights when I don't get enough sleep, it really shows up as um, affecting not only my readiness, but my ability to handle stress throughout the day. That's another thing that the aura ring does is it tells you what times of day you're most stressed. And it's been pretty interesting to look at that data and try to figure out what caused those things throughout the course of the day. Another thing that can put a lot of stress on you is if you're not exercising. Now that's to say you want to be doing exercise that's movement that's going to release stress from your body and not over exercising where you're putting unnecessary physical stress on your body. I will tell you that I am someone who for a very long time was doing exercise that was that kind of stressful, high impact in nature. And it got to be where I wasn't seeing any benefit from it. And one of the best things that I did was start incorporating a 30 minute walk every day. I start my day that way. It gets me outside. I get that natural sunlight. It allows, you know, bilateral stimulation of your brain through walking, which is going to help you process feelings and thoughts and emotions. Adding in a walk is something really simple that you can do to help offset those 
triggers that a lack of exercise might cause. When you're trying to determine what is it that you're doing that's causing you stress is looking at things like your mindset. Do you have negative thought patterns and limiting beliefs? Are you telling yourself things that are really bad and focusing on the negative all of the time? And those emotional stressors like unprocessed emotions, not voicing how you're feeling, all of those things are going to create stress in your body and it's going to show up physically and it's going to show up how you're feeling. And so really identifying what are those things that are causing you stress is going to be one of the first steps in order to break up with it. Spiritual stressors are also something that you should look at. Do you have incongruence between your values and your beliefs? And a lot of people aren't aware of their spiritual stressors. This could come from being in a job that doesn't align with your values. You could feel disconnected from your inner self or not connected with your community or your family or a higher power or God or whatever it is that your belief is. When you feel that these things are disconnected and disaligned, it adds spiritual stress to your life. And all of these things have an impact on every area of our life. They impact our health and our wellness, our family, our relationships, our career, our finances, our self-development and our spirituality. And so answering those questions of where am I causing stress and what am I getting from it are really important to help breaking this pattern of having and adding stress into your life. Because when we're stressed, we have extra cortisol and that's like our nature's built-in alarm system and chronic stress increases cortisol and it has a negative impact on our body systems, including your entire endocrine system. Think of it like it's depleting your body of resources and you have a car and it's driving along, it's driving along, it's driving along, but you forgot to put oil in it. At some point, that's going to impact every part of the car and the car is going to stop working and it's going to break down. And that's what can happen to you if you are not taking care of yourself in the middle of the stressors that you're experiencing. Stress also triggers your parasympathetic nervous system and your sympathetic nervous system. The parasympathetic, that's your rest and digest. What stress does is it turns that off and it turns on your sympathetic nervous system. And your sympathetic nervous system has a job, and that is to direct your body's involuntary responses to deal with dangerous and stressful situations. And so when that happens and it's flipped on, there's a flash flood of hormones that boost your alertness, your heart rate increases, it sends extra blood into your muscles because your body's tightening up. And most of us know that this is a feeling of fight or flight. And when we're in that state, we can't think clearly, we can't function optimally, we're in survival mode, we're not in thrival mode. When I was a middle school principal, if I ever had to deal with a student in a discipline type situation, I always made them sit outside my office for 20 minutes and I sat inside my office for 20 minutes because I knew that that's about how long it takes for that stress response of fight or flight to work its way through your body because I knew that if I talked to them when I was angry or when they were angry, we weren't going to get anywhere. We needed time to let things run their course. And the problem is, is that once we've been experiencing chronic stress for a really long period of time, our sympathetic nervous system can get stuck. So we're constantly triggered and we're constantly in fight or flight. And what that means is that your body isn't digesting and it's not resting and it's not releasing stress. It's stuck in that sense of fight or flight. So in order to break up with stress, you need to be able to answer those two questions. 
Where are you adding to or creating stress in your life? And what do you gain from doing it? And what do you get out of it? Answering those two questions in light of all of the other information that we talked about is really gonna help you get clear on where your stress is coming from because that's the first step in being able to break up with stress. You have to be able to identify where it's coming from, otherwise you can't fix it. So again, where are you adding stress in your life and what do you gain from doing this? Or what do you get out of it? I want to thank you so much for being here today. I love spending time with you and learning with you. I would love for you to subscribe and rate and leave a review because I love hearing from you. And if you found value in this episode, please share it with a friend and then come hang out with me on Instagram at Deanna Pacina or in our Facebook group, which I will link in the show notes. If you love the show, please share it with a friend because this is how we can get it out in front of more people. And thank you for turning in. And thank you for tuning in. I'll be back here next week and hope you will be too. See you then, friend.